I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind Yeah So, Nick, got another fantastic question for you to start this podcast off here. All right. <clears throat> not a question. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's not it's a question. It's what, what you've been doing the whole time. We've changed it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I, I'm going to pick up one of these weeks that I, I'm going to catch on to. Chocolate ice cream is the worst ice cream there is. Change my mind. Okay. Have you ever had coffee ice cream? Yeah. I enjoy coffee ice cream. can't stand coffee ice cream. But I, so maybe I should uh, reframe, rework. I kind of came <laughs> up with this quickly. Of like the major ice. So like not like obscure ice cream flavors, but when I think of like major ice cream, coffee. I guess coffee's not that obscure. So and then what about strawberry? I'd rather have chocolate than strawberry. No, I'd rather strawberry. I'm a are big, you, big fruit guy. Are you not a chocolate guy in general? So I like chocolate ice cream if it's like mishmash with like peanut butter or oh. uh, like peanut butter cups or like things like that, mm-hmm. but just like plain chocolate ice cream. See, I can't do strawberry in general. I love strawberry. Yeah, oh, it's a nice man. little I yeah, berry flavor. Big fan. I see. I felt like as a kid, I used to get strawberry like bits in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I like strawberries. I do, but not with my ice cream. I don't know. It's ah. just weird to me. Yeah, and I think that's why it kind of scarred me. There was somewhere along the way it didn't sit right. See, for some reason, I think that when I have uh, berry flavored uh, snacks like I don't know like even like pop tarts or ice cream or like anything that has like fruit flavored uh-huh. uh, yeah so like fl- fruit flavors on yeah. it I feel like it's quenching a thirst for me for some reason oh that's different. like I don't I don't know why like I feel like I've, I'll be more hydrated for some reason and like mm-hmm. chocolate won't do that that's that's fair I mean if that's, <laughs> I don't that's know why is, that works that way that is bizarre but if that's your reasoning behind it I can understand that like yeah I just feel like it, it quenches my thirst a little bit so more. I like vanilla more I think than the average person does. sure I love going with vanilla shakes oh, as much yeah. as I had a chocolate frosty tonight I was gonna say yeah I'm still still kind of feeling it from our last episode right um, right but you like vanilla. More than chocolate, yeah, straight up, yeah, straight up, yeah. I had some delicious vanilla ice cream uh, last night at a, at a Ella's restaurant in Wareham. Okay, wow, highly recommend. But like you do, you really. I, I forgot from the last time I've been here. You really do have a gauntlet of fast food. I'm chips. telling you, man, that's not a joke. It's McDonald's, uh, KFC, Taco Bell, Burger King, Wendy's. There's, I think that there's like two or three others. I saw the lobster pot. Uh, there's lobster pot. There is also like a D'Angelo sub sandwich. Yeah, Subway. You, got, you too. got a Subway. You have a Dunkin' Donuts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a barbecue place like all within like a quarter mile stretch of ourselves. And there was supposed there used to be a 99 that closed down. Uh, there's Papa Gino's uh, mm-hmm. right there as well. That's right. Yep. Uh, and there was supposedly supposed to be a um, a Sonic. Really? Yeah, that was going in there, but I think that got shut down. Hmm. They are in Somerset now, so right near me. But okay. They, yeah, Sonic's like I feel like a new one kind of like it's it's not obviously not new, but it's new around here. I feel like yeah. more so in our very South overrated. Theater. I like the commercials the are great. The commercials are great, and they really make me want to like it more. Their blasts are okay. I'd rather go. I'd go friendlies over them. I was gonna say that's like a frenzy or like some sort of soft serve yes. type of thing. Yeah. It's along those lines. They, okay. they they do a really good job of marketing those where it seems mm-hmm. like oh my god this is the greatest thing. It's like it's good but 
I'd rather go with a frenzy or something to that effect. Yes. Dairy Queen, I can't remember. I haven't had that in a long time either. Uh, yeah, not, not a whole lot around me. But we're not here to talk about food today. No, not today. Because it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole, yeah. as we're showing right now. God, yeah. Uh, no Tim Weisberg today. Nope. Uh, no live stream today. We're going bare bones. Yes, sir. Just bare like, bones show. Mm -hmm. Just like last time with Brendan. Yes, exactly. But, you know, maybe uh, the audio quality won't be as up to snuff as the Gatehouse Media Standard Times uh, equipment oh, will be. But, be you know, hopefully our listeners, uh, all 10 of them, will endure. <laughs> this is episode 31 of the Change My Mind podcast. I, of course, am... Uh, Wesley Sykes, and across the table for me is the other half of the Beanbag Boys, <laughs> Nick Fryer. Well played. Well played. The, uh, I saw one of your notes about the Beanbag Boys Yes, thing. big fan of that name. Yeah, I think it's actually... That, I wouldn't call it creative. It is kind of creative. It's a good one. It's a good one, yeah. It has a good ring to it. It's got. It's catchy. It's illiterate. You know, like I'm, I'm a big fan and of that. And if you had a friend like that growing up, friends like that growing up, like as you get older and older and keep calling yourself Beanbag Boys, Beanbag Boys and you stick with it, it sounds much cooler. It sticks, yeah. And it'd be like, well, we've been calling each other that for 13 years. No one's going to make fun of that. And it's like, I mean, wow, that's tradition. Yeah, You've respected tradition respect. at that point. Absolutely. Uh, so maybe uh, you may have picked up from that that little reference there, but we will be discussing the good boys. The good boys, yeah. Not to be confused with Amazon's The Boys. Or Will Smith's Bad Boys. Yes. One I, or two. One or two. That's a good right. point. Because I may have gotten confused with that at first. Right. Well, yes, exactly. And this this movie may be good or bad. We'll decide on that a little mm. bit later. That's what we like to call a big market tease. Mm. Oh, look at you. But before we kind of do the deep dive into yes. uh, that movie there, uh, we will be discussing Disney's D23 right now. It's kind of like a Perd Happily statement. <laughs> what we are going to be doing in this moment coming right up yeah, is was. discussing the news. We're doing that right now. Right now, yes. <laughs> and I want to ask you a question right now about the D23. What, did, what was your biggest takeaway from it, <laughs> right, Wesley, exactly. yes. right now? Uh, the biggest takeaway, geez, uh, you know, I, I'm actually just very happy for you. Uh, because you got you yeah. got Moon Knight coming out Ooh. here, uh, and then you know it's just following up on the summer of Nick Fryer. Like everything's coming up Fryer this uh, as, as it just, pertains to the MCU. It's crazy. Like that they're all like they, I am so pumped when I saw that. I mean, it's just I, I just I was excited. It's, I, there was no other. I, I was I was stunned too. I'll say that. I, yeah. I mean, we've been hearing rumors about it for for a while now, and everybody's been trying. Like you see on Instagram or on Twitter, everybody's trying to will it into existence, and it seems like. Disney listened. They heard you guys. And I am so thankful for everybody who's been trying to push for it. And we see the other three shows that they, they revealed on the D23. And I think they have some good stuff there. But, I mean, Moon Knight is one that I think everybody is going to like. I look at these three shows and I think it's going to... I look at them all a little differently. Obviously, it was Miss Marvel, mm -hmm. um, which is with Camilla Khan. Mm -hmm. And then we be the first uh, Muslim MCU uh, hero. That's right. And then we have She-Hulk, mm -hmm. which I think Tim is going to be very, must be very excited about. Oh, yeah. He, I, think, I think that's the reason why he's not here today, is that he, he needs some alone time to adjust. He has a couple couple days to I, I will say. vacate all his... Uh, Bow not bowels. What am I trying to think? Bodily of? fluids? Yes, yes. Thank you. Bowels would just be gross. That would be a, maybe he's doing that too. I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's a good chance of that. I'm gonna be doing that after the show after eating all the Wendy's. Mm. But when it comes inevitable. When it comes to uh when it comes to the She-Hulk, I will say I was stunned by Moon Knight because I was just so excited about it, but She-Hulk I was a little bit more surprised about. I think Miss Marvel was somewhat predictable because again, you're trying to ingrate you know, ingratiate different um 
ethnicities, races, and representation. That's yeah, you, and you could, that was very clear in uh, uh, the San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. right? Is all the diversity that they were showing, exactly. uh, showing off in, in their Marvel spot there. But the She Hulk one was she was a Fox property, and mm-hmm. now it's like we've been, you know. I think the hardcore Marvel fans from Tim's generation have been clamoring for her. You and I, I mean, we know Hulk, but we've never, I mean, She-Hulk's never been really on my radar in any capacity. No, never. And the only thing that really uh, jumped out to me about the She-Hulk thing was that she was in uh, Contest of Champions, that Marvel game that we like to play on the mobile device. Love it. Uh, but she was like one of the worst characters. I'd never really used her, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't. I always got rid of her. Do you? Like, do what's your? Do you have a set rotation, or do you uh, like to mix it up? So I don't really play anymore. Do, do you remember if you had? Uh, like... But I was a big Hyperion, oh, uh, Agent Venom, Winter Soldier, Wolverine, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, Captain America: Infinity War. Okay, that's a good one. Yep, I used um, I used Wolverine early on in Winter Soldier, but I was Doctor all... Strange. I like. Mm-hmm. That, I you know, I rarely used him. Because I again I get sentenced on I use a lot of the mutants. Yeah. I make, you like Blade a lot too. That's yes, it. I did, but he I only had him as three star. Oh, okay, was, gotcha. I couldn't I couldn't battle with him all that often. Fair enough. I use Gambit a ton. Rogue is awesome on mm-hmm. that game. Um Bishop, I love using Bishop. Yep. Uh, Blade, I had a four star him. Moon Knight when I got a chance. And I used Venom quite a bit too, just because you had to mix in different. Oh, I liked Venom too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Venom yeah. was pretty powerful too. And there was Deadpool was one that I was very disappointed with on that game. Yeah, not 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 too great. No, you had to have him duped. I no. believe is I believe that's the slang terminology. <laughs> but anyways, going back to D twenty three, is there one in particular that you were? Um... Yeah, so I think on, on the shows, you know, you don't really get a whole lot of information about them. Like they didn't really release a whole lot or have a whole lot going on about it, mm-hmm. and. The big thing I took away from the TV shows that Miss Marvel will be in the MCU, the movie canon too. So I wonder if that's going to be the case for Moon Knight uh, and for uh, She-Hulk as well moving forward. And what that means, uh, obviously, with the other shows, that all supposed to be kind of as part of the canon of the MCU story. Right. And it seems like they're really trying to right the ship of the misstep of the Marvel shows. Yeah, look, as much as I like the Marvel shows, that was a huge flaw. Because I'm sure... Because they were billed as that. Exactly. And, it, and I, I'm willing to bet that if you... Correct me if I'm wrong. If they you know, meant something and they were part of the MCU, you would have been a little more forgiving about their length. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, at least it all... Was leading to something. Exactly. Yeah. I would think... So the Moon Knight one is... I think he can hang. He's, he's not like on the same level as some of these other heroes. But... Neither was Hawkeye. Neither was Hawkeye. And I think he could kick Hawkeye's ass personally. I think he could kick a lot of people's ass. But I think She-Hulk if, is a no-doubter. She should be able to hang with everybody else in the MCU. Right. But yeah, the so the Camilla Khan one... Like, so what I was saying before, when I look at each of them with the audiences differently, I think that... Everybody's gonna like She-Hulk. Like, I think like that that they have the chance for everybody to like that. I don't know if everybody will like Moon Knight. I mm-hmm. think there's potential there, but there's a lot going on with him. He is he has a lot of like mental issues. He's a boy's multiple personality. Yeah, right. right. Um, Camilla Khan. I think that will resonate well with kids better too because she's a kid in the court. You know, and so. she's supposed to be like one of the more powerful um, heroes. See, like. I, I know. So Carol Danvers used to be Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. and she—that's where Rogue actually got her powers, the super strength, and everything. She absorbed them all from her. I don't know what the deal with this Miss Marvel is, other than on the games. Right, I, that's, she, and that's all I really know about her as well. And she's kind of like Mister Fantastic with her powers, right? Which, for me, is a non-starter. I like that's a big part of why I don't like Mister Fantastic. But I also think she can turn very big, like Giant Man. You're right. She can. 
She so it's like almost like she grows as opposed to like, sh- but she does stretch too. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them all. Oh yeah, You're absolutely. Watch yeah, and I think these are all pretty short too. Like I know like the Loki one is supposed to be like six episodes or something like that. Yeah, I think that's which I think is perfect. Like that's like right in the wheelhouse. Like I won't get sick of it. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't even have the opportunity to get sick of it because I'll be like, oh, it's just so short. Like I'll just. Excuse me, I'll, I'll just go right through it. No matter, yeah, honestly, as much as I like having more content, you can't go wrong with, you. Really, yeah, I'd say you can't go wrong with having less. Yeah. Because you're always going to leave people wanting more. It's just the way it is. Okay, so I'm going to run through a couple of things here for you on the Disney, uh, on the MCU side of things before we get to what I think is the biggest news of the Disney Plus, which is the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Black Panther 2. Yep. No name. Ryan Coogler announced he's the uh, set to, to re, you know, re- direct the, the second uh, movie there. Uh, release date is May 6, 2022, nice. which will reportedly be the first movie in Phase 5. Okay, good. I think that's a good way to start. Yeah. yeah. Phase 4 is going to be a weird phase. Right, yeah. It's going to be an interesting. It's a nice bridge year. You know, you always wonder after, uh, you know, how, how do the 1998 Florida Marlins do? <laughs> You know, it's, I think it's that kind of a situation. I don't think there's a complete fire sale, but a new cast of characters out there. Yeah, that's it's a, a good one. a deep cut on the baseball talk for you. I was talking too much about Moneyball before. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens when I get get lost into a baseball reference thread, you know? Yes, for real. Uh, there was some footage shown from Black Widow. Uh, so, But although that was only privy to the people who were in... Uh, attendance for D23, so that none of that stuff had really leaked yet. Well, we saw we saw a little glimpse There's of it. There's a little snippet, and I think you'll see more as the days go on here. But, but uh, a written recap says that they show it shows Taskmaster uh, in his full regalia. Good. Uh, you have Red Guardian, who is the Russian Captain America, who teams up with uh, Black Widow and y- Yelena, who I believe is supposed to be uh, a sister, whether that's blood-related or Red just Room. a sister from the Red Room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to Budapest. Nice. So that's like all that's all supposed to be in there. Uh, Kit Harrington is going to play Black yeah. Knight in the Eternals, joining Richard Madden to uh, make the jump from the GOT to the mm-hmm. MCU. So real quick on the Black Widow, going back yes. to that, from the little clip that we saw, it looks like her action is much more fluid, much like similar to when she was introduced to us in Iron Man 2. Right. Because if you remember, like back then. When Black Widow came on the scene, obviously you know, Scarlett Johansson looked great and everything, and she still looks great. But it was like, oh damn, she kicks ass. Oh yeah. And then kind of through the years, they 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 took that away from her. They made her more of a focal point in terms of guiding things and in her stealthiness and everything, which is cool. But yeah, but it's not really utilizing her the best way. Exactly. It, we're, I think we're gonna see we're gonna have to see more of that in this movie with her. But back to the Kit Harrington. Yeah, part. yeah. No, I think oh, just real quick on on Black Widow, I think. Uh, you know, you're going to see much like, even in that short clip that we saw, um, it, I really did get like a, a Captain America Winter Soldier vibe from that. And Which I think that was kind of how it was billed as, and I kind of see that comparison. Smart move. Spy too. movie, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we have Kit Harrington, uh, who is going to be playing Black Knight uh, in the Eternals movie. Then we have WandaVision, uh, some brand new castings, uh, some who are returning back to the MCU. Uh, Kat Dennings uh, Darcy, mm-hmm. who's from Thor, mm-hmm. yep. uh, also from the Two Broke Girls or Forty uh, Year Old Virgin, uh, she'll return to the MCU in this show, as will grown up Monica Rambo, Rambo, who's already reported, mm-hmm. uh, and Randall Park's Jimmy Woo, who's the agent from Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, he's going to be involved. Oh in this yes, as well. yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay. Fal- and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Anthony Mackie says he will always be Falcon. And the moniker isn't changing in this show. Really? So he's not going to be Captain America. He's going to be Falcon, maybe 
with the shield. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not sure how that plays out. Hmm. But a new character was introduced, a U.S. agent, who is played by Wyatt Russell, uh, is going to be added to the show. Uh, the U.S. agent made his first appearance in 1986 as a counterpoint to Captain America. Uh, and U.S. agent is apparently a patriotic supervillain who <laughs> ends up taking up the mantle of Captain America after uh, Steve Rogers retires. But as a villain. Uh, in a different... No, I think he becomes like a good guy. Oh. I think he's like gets turned. So he's one we it's one I haven't heard about before. Because yeah. we hear Falcon, we hear Winter Soldier and Bucky becoming him and I think Punisher kind of became Cap at one point, but it was still a Punisher spin. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I don't I'm I'm I, I mean I think it's a good idea and you obviously got Baron Zemo mixed in there too. Right, yeah. Hmm. That might be my favorite of the of the T V shows. It's, yeah, it's yeah, I think I well I'm obviously most excited about Moon Knight, but that's still right. my hardcore number two in the of what we know about what's going to happen like like the details still aren't really there with these three new shows i just need bucky to not be so whiny that's the biggest thing because yes if he can get into kick-ass mode like he did in winter soldier in in like me i don't be more motivated or whatever and just stop just being so miserable then i think everybody's gonna fall back in love with him because people i think everybody liked winter soldier or they want to like him oh yeah and they love sebastian stan like i feel like everyone likes him yeah when it comes to the Kit Harrington casting, I know nothing about Black Knight. I know nothing about the Eternals. So, so I don't know. Yeah, and I know nothing about them either. But I talked to my brother about it the other day because he loves like the older stuff. That's mm-hmm. what he tends, tends to read. And he he know he said that like that's an early Avengers villain, and he doesn't know much about him. But I guess he played like an important role way back then. So like these like like basically what they're doing is and, and they did, they did a great job with this in the beginning was they're taking characters who were kind of important back then but weren't a big deal mm-hmm. and then tur- and then trying to grow them into something more and that honestly that has been I know everybody's just like fall, falls in love with Iron falls in love with Cap whatever but that's been the MCU's greatest calling card is they've taken these characters that are, you know, some of them are interesting, some of them not as much. Fringe characters, yeah. A lot of fringe characters, that's yep. absolutely true. And they've turned them into more. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you're going to start bringing in the heavy hitters of the X-Men, possibly the Fantastic Four. As much as I'm not a big fan, it's right. heavy hitters. So and, and we got none of that. We got no Fantastic nope. Four, no X-Men, which I think everyone was kind of anticipating after uh, San Diego Comic-Con. But I think it's, don't you think it's the right move on their part? Sure, to, slow play it. Exactly. Try and get as much as you can out of everything else, mm-hmm. because once you bring them in, it's going to change the game. It's going to make the other characters a little bit tougher, I think, to market. Right, absolutely. Yeah, Then yeah, because people are just going to want the X-Men, and obviously there's so many, so much X-Men there, oh. and there's so much you can incorporate the Fantastic Four with. Whether you like them or not, they are pretty... Uh, you know, woven into the fabric of yeah. of the MCU history and Definitely. everything. Definitely, so such important characters. But yeah, I agree with you 100. It's what it uh, is. Yeah. So, and then the big news, as we cool. kind of teased earlier, was the the trailers uh, for the new Star Wars property. So we'll start with the Mandalorian and kind of work our way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's John Favreau's, uh, I guess, executive producing property here. Uh, so it's highly anticipated uh, series. Also dropped a new trailer, The Mandalorian, uh, which is supposedly a n- new character played by Pedro Pascal of Game of Thrones fame, uh, who will fill in the gap, which will fill in the gap between the Return of the Jedi, uh, just after the fall of the Empire and the rise of the First Order. So come right, right in there. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll uh, feature fan favorite characters, Boba Fett and Father Jango Fett, mm-hmm. and this is uh, f- a quote from. Pascal, or not Pascal, I'm sorry, Favreau, 
the goal is to bring a darker, freakier side of Star Wars. Good. It's launching uh, November 12th. And from what I know, the Mandalorians, like, I saw a little bit more of them in uh, the Clone Wars show, mm-hmm. and they can get, they're pretty vicious. They, they don't mess around. Um, they're like a tough group of assassins and mercenaries. So I, I mean, and look, Boba Fett, like all the Mandalorians have that same kind of mask, and it's such a great look. And mm-hmm. we've we've said it when before with like the other Star Wars characters. I wasn't a big Phasma fan, but a lot of people like Phasma's look. It was Dar- a cool look, yeah. Dar- Darth Maul's look, obviously outstanding. And then mm-hmm. you have Boba Fett, and that's been like the one thing that that Star Wars did through the years. They take these really cool looking characters. They don't have them talk a lot fine but they get rid of them once they become relevant like that yeah why why not do more with them so i'm excited to see what boba fett brings to the table i trust favreau oh yeah yeah i mean obviously he's got uh you know carte blanche to do whatever he wants after doing you know being so intricate in the mcu and everything uh but yeah it's really cool the trailer opens up and you see all of these uh uh, stormtrooper helmets on spikes as you enter you know everything Mm. and it's like oh this is gonna be really good yeah i'm excited and i'm not even like I'm a casual Star Wars fan. Like yeah. I'm not as into it as I am, say, the Marvel stuff or yeah. other comic books. But um, that, even the idea of that just kind of gets me excited because those are like cool kind of sci-fi fantasy stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, which of course brings us into uh, the trailer for the Rise of the Skywalker, uh, which you get a whole lot there. Uh, I think it lo- looked amazing. You get uh, some cool shots of Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on top of a ship during choppy waters. Like, I, I, yeah. it just looked like I don't even know how you keep your balance and that sort of thing. Nope. Uh, then you also get a, a, a dark Rey at the very end, which I think was like the biggest takeaway from this trailer. Oh my god! Uh, and she has a double bladed red lightsaber that turns into a double sided staff at Ellen Darth Maul, which he had. <laughs> Uh, and this is my dog Cody uh, making a guest appearance now. <laughs> uh, just he just loves his toys. Just loves his toys. Yeah, he does. Uh, so, but the, in the movie poster also shows Emperor Palpatine kind of looking like sinisterly down on everybody. Yeah. And now that like you yes. kind of hear him talking all the way over like throughout the whole trailer. So have we heard about who's cast as Palpatine? No, like, I I don't think we've even really seen him, have we? No, we haven't. It was just that one image of. Um, wow, he's really getting after it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, he's he's been cooped up today. He's a good boy, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that the the it's National Dog Day. I the voice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do what he wants. Yeah. The voice <laughs> we heard where, where it sounded like it was Palpatine. I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't certain if it was necessarily the same actor. Like it was like it's similar, clearly going for the same thing, but it sounded a little different. Which I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I guess it's fine. I, I don't know. If you can get the same guy to do it who did it in the uh, the prequels, I don't even know if he's. St- oh, in the prequels. Okay. Yeah, no, the other guy. I was I thinking. I was like, I think the other guy's long dead. I'm <laughs> yeah. willing to bet that you're right. But yeah, the Ray stuff is like, honestly, like you. I've said like I, I love a badass chick in a movie. Like I I can't get enough of it. Really. Like don't get me wrong. I love my Moon Knight. I love. You, you said Red it moved with, a little bit when you. Oh, it did. Oh yeah, when she when she when, like when she cocks the, the blade like that. I'm like, Oh, this chick gets after. I am all about her. All about. Her. I mean, I already liked Ray a ton, but dude, a bad Ray. Yeah, and I wonder what what this all means then. You know, yeah. like, uh, I, I want the greater meaning behind it all. Like, I, you know, how? At what point does that happen in the movie? Mm-hmm. What does Rise of Skywalker mean? Yep. 
why does R2-D2 have red eyes, which you Ooh, acutely, uh, 3PO, excuse yeah. me, uh, yeah. point out, mm -hmm. you acutely pointed that out. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, so you know, I catch, I, I get distracted with the little things a lot of times, so that's why I see some of that, but you know what else, too, is, you, you brought it up when we were watching it again, the music, the score, mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. Well, yeah, because it's like you're wa you were watching on your laptop across the table from me, so I, I wasn't seeing the screen, mm -hmm. and then all I could hear was just the score, and I'm like, just the score is getting me jacked up right oh, now. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. And the other stuff, too, I love, like, all the starship fighting. You know, it was never, I don't know, I, part of me, like, as a kid, I guess, didn't appreciate it as much as I've gotten older. It just seemed, like, the way they've adapted, they've done it, and it's grown more since the original movies. You can say what you want about the prequels, but I think that's one thing they did a really good job with. Obviously, you have more, the CGI is more advanced and everything. Right. But I love, like, you see the shots of all the ships coming in, or you see all the um, First Order Star Destroyers. It's like, oh, And damn. they all come in, like, like on, on light speed, and they just, like, show up there. Yep, and just stop. It's like, oh, where? I don't want to see Carrie Fisher, though, in this movie, which I know they showed. Yeah, hopefully it's not a lot. Apparently, you know, they f had filmed everything ahead of time already. Really? Um, yeah, so yeah. before, but again, like, I, I don't know. I, I think she should have died, uh, you know, when she should have died in the last movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, again, we, like, I don't doubt that she's Force-sensitive. Uh, uh, she should be Force-sensitive. Yeah. But, like, you go from Force-sensitive to that. I mean, we, we've never seen anybody do anything that powerful. Like, right, yeah, and, like, the like, idea oh, no. that, like, uh, the human body could withstand more than two seconds in space elements. Yeah. It's know, just, like, so it's, and not have your eyes just shrivel up like a raisin. Yeah, I mean, you look at um, Guardians of the Galaxy when um, the guy who plays Chibs in Son of An Sons of Anarchy, mm -hmm. who was also in Gladiator, by the way. He, oh. He was Russell Crowe's right-hand man, like the Scottish guy. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, He was yeah, on yeah. TV the other day, and I watched okay, it. Yeah. But he, he goes out in space, and then, like, he's out there for two seconds, and then you see his face starts to blow up, and then he starts to freeze over, and it's, like, done. Yeah. So, yeah I'm all about suspending disbelief, but it's just that you take some leaps. Yeah, yeah, come on. Exactly. But, Come on, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, what are you doing? Step up your game here. Yeah, but uh, anything else you wanted to mention over uh, into no. D twenty three? So you're you the one. So you obviously my most the one I'm most excited about is Moon Knight. You would say the one you're most excited about is the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And then for the shows, it's Captain America. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter. That's the show I'm most excited about of the news that dropped. You know, because they also had stuff about Loki and like whether he can make a friend or like it was some like, smaller stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think there was even some Spider-Man news that that came out over the weekend that wasn't a part of D23, but that the writers from uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home and Spider-Man: Homecoming were already attached to this unnamed Spider-Man Three. Uh, movie oh, they were so now while like John, director john watts uh, is up in the air and tom holland has kind of expressed his questions or displeasure or whatever yeah, but it is, sounds like he's going to be doing it so. i mean i think he's under contracts so i don't yeah. think you know yeah uh, unless he has some good lawyers or something like that I, I think he might now we know, keep we, his feet to the fire sort of thing we broke the money down i think last time but i, I want to make sure that we had it straight because i talked again i talked to my brother about this because he loves all this stuff yeah it was with the apparel, like all that stuff, and again, that, the apparel's not the word I'm looking for, but all those types the merch. of things. Merch, yeah. thank you. Merch is exactly what I was looking for. Marvel would take in that money. But then yeah. when it came to the box office, it was almost completely Sony. But, right. But now they want a 50-50 split on the... the uh, On the movies, The yeah. box office stuff, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, so they still, like, Sony is, like, essentially renting the movie rights yeah. for a Marvel. Yeah. 
Uh, but everything else, like even like the video game, mm-hmm. you know, they're still renting that out from Sony, even though that that did so much so well. But mm-hmm. like any of the toys or any of it, uh, t-shirts, anything like that, yeah, it's um, uh, is all Marvel. I I, I think that Comic books. looking at it all, Wes, it's still you're gonna you were investing no money in the video the movie production, none, and you were just taking in straight profit. As much as you lose it now, you have to go put money in, and then hope you can get it back out, and then still. Get match that profit that you were going to get even at a 50 50 split before you had no risk. Yeah, that's where it's like again, I still think Sony made a, a bad business decision, too. Well, see, I think they did a disservice to the fans more than a bad business decision because what's yes. a half, uh, you know, 50% of a billion, which is what Far From Home made, right? It's still 500 million, which is good, good money, mm-hmm. but building off of the success that was already there, and like we mentioned last week, just just shy of 900 billion for Venom. Would you rather have half of a billion or nine or all of 900 million? Right. You but, know, from their like their point of view. But it's all not right. all profit, though. That's um, fair, right? Oh, that's, that's a good point. That's, yeah, what, so that's what whatever, I'm whatever the difference, I don't know how much it was cost to make, let's say 200 million, mm-hmm. 100 million. So you have the 200 million and you have the risk of, you know, look, MCU is just like when they do it, it's going to be good. Right. Every movie's done better, you know, more or less. They've all made more movies, not counting the, the big events compared to the smaller movies. You can't compare those. Right. I think that's just the risk you're running right now, and that's a, that's a pretty huge one, going saying we're going to make up that difference against the MCU. That's just, you know, again, I, I understand your point, and maybe it works out for them, because it is Spider-Man. That's the one thing. It's not like we're talking Fantastic Four. Right. Or yeah, even this X-Men. This is a guaranteed... Like, even Andrew Garfield couldn't really screw that up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, on to the comic book minute, real quick. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of different stuff coming out this week, obviously, and I have uh, Red Hood coming out, and I I actually already reviewed it, and uh, I I, I can't get into spoilers, but they changed the artist. They have this whole thing going on right now in DC. It's the year of the villain. And Red Hood has, you know, some level of involvement, as you would have seen in Red Hood 36. And the big thing for me that I really just can't stand with comics is when they change artists. I understand it's going to happen from time to time. I understand you want to move some impressive artists onto bigger projects or projects you want to really get off the ground and you rely on their art. So like Dexter Soy, long gone when it comes to Red Hood. All he's going to do is covers now for them. I get that. But when it comes to this, like they've changed over to this guy, uh, Rockfort. Where, where do I have it here? Uh, it's, it's Kenneth Rockefort. I'm fine with his artwork. But then the colors are so damn bright. And I'll show you real quick, Wes, so you have an idea. Like, I'm used to dark. This, okay. This is way too bright. And then when I get to down to the, he's, this other stuff, it's like we're dealing with, like, cotton candy bubblegum coloring. And it's, it's cool art, though. See, for me, like, it, it's not – obviously, it's not bad. I mean, like, it's just not for me. This is not, it's not Red and, and Red Hood's your guy. Red Hood's my guy. And that's why I'm a little surprised that you'd say this. Yes. Well, I mean, the part of it is, like – you know, you care. You're gonna be critical when you don't like it. You right. gotta, I guess, you you're invested. Exactly. Like you, like as much as I, I disagree with you on your Netflix stuff uh, with Marvel, you're invested. You care. Like that's why you're critical. Of it. Yeah. So sometimes I, I'm not saying I dislike it, but not a huge fan. Not a huge fan of what they did with the artwork. But anyways, uh, that's our comic book minute. Now we have something new. Something new. Pretty exciting. Yes. So in, exciting. I got hard nips right now just thinking about in, it. I like this idea. In place of uh, 3v3, 2v1, you know, we try and mix the show up a little bit, try some different things. Um, and we're going to continue doing Stay Woke, but we're going to make some adjustments with that as yeah. well. Yeah, as, as it's necessary. I Yep, exactly. exactly. We're going to add in a new segment called Drinking Buddies. 
And, you know, we like all these characters for their powers and they, they kick ass and all these things. But the other thing is we love their personalities. Yeah. Half the battle. Who do you want to have a beer with? Exactly. So we're going to start off this week with a very simple one. You guys let us know on Twitter at Change My Mind Pod. And, of course, at Wesley Sykes underscore and Fry underscore Guy One. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know there or, or, at Tim Weisberg. Who well, would you let's rather not put Tim in there? <laughs> okay, fair enough. You, you <laughs> always does that. I know, I'm just um, who would you rather have a drink with? Wes, I'm going to ask you first. Yes. Who would you rather have a drink with? Iron Man or Star Lord? Yeah, so this is a nice, easy one to uh, jump into it. You know, n- nice surface level characters, two very popular characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the sake of the argument, are we talking about. Uh, the MCU versions of said characters. I think in this case, yes, definitely. Because okay. when I'm, when you know, it's yeah, that's a fair question. Yes. Okay. Uh, so then I'm essentially talking about Tony Stark, uh, played by Robert Downey Jr. or mm-hmm. Peter Quill, played by uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Yes. Very tough answer. In character, gotta yeah. be in character. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think like although, I think I would have a fun time with Star Lord. Uh, I think he would be a, you know, play. You know, you definitely run the jukebox pretty well. Oh, for you know, sure. A lot of a lot of good hits on there. I'm going with Tony Stark. Okay. Uh, and and I, this is very much on brand for me. I'm a huge Tony Stark fan. I've kind of been in his corner and uh, a couple of other of our uh, debates that we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, billionaire playboy philanthropist genius genius playboy billionaire philanthropist whatever those four terms. Yep. Yeah, uh, well. describe them and then you know maybe i get a little bit of that runoff cash money oh know, there you being, go being like one of his good drinking buddies well know? i will say he's maybe gonna... he lets me mess around like in w- with one of his like mark suits mm-hmm. maybe the edith glasses maybe you know some some of his cool tech like you think he's gonna trust you with edith well you get a few few drinks in him you know i could be a very likable guy <laughs> at that point <laughs> this is true so i with my one thing uh, i will say in his favor is he's gonna flip the bill for sure. Of course. No doubt about yes. that. Yes. And he's not going to tell you to slow down. Well, he might tell you to slow down. Oh, he, like, well, in the comic book version, no, he's a little bit of an uh, alcoholic. It's, it's a little bit. But my thing with Tony Stark is, as much as I enjoy listening to other people talk, and I, and I would love to hear some of the stuff he has to say, I can almost guarantee I'm going to get confused in the course of it. Yes. Because I get caught up in, as you know, silly little details. So somewhere along the way, he's going to lose me on one spot, and I'm just going to be stuck on that. And it's like I can't stay with him. With Star Lord, I can sit back, relax. I know he's more of an everyman. Yes, he's exactly what it is. It's not going to be too highbrow of a conversation. He's, I'm going to be laughing the whole time. I'm going to know what's going on. He'll probably regale me with some stories, and some of them will be BS, but whatever. I know I'm going to have a good time. And I, honestly, what I want is a bunch of good, like, rocket gossip. That's what I really want. Okay. That's that's what I'm there for. So. Okay, and, and I'm sure he'll tell you uh, one of his many uh, sexual escapades with, like, uh, an alien or something like that, right? Yes. Isn't that kind of like his thing yes. in the first uh, couple movies there? Yeah, and I would love to get a deep dive on his relationship with Gamora too. I oh like yeah, kind of oh get oh get yeah. some dirt out of him. Mm, yeah, get, yes. yeah. Now, what do you think they would drink? Because I think oh. Star Lord is more like again everyman guy, like Bud Light beer, just kind of blue collar. Yeah, maybe some whiskey, that sort of thing. Where mm. I think Tony Stark, like if I'm hanging out with him, like I'm having like. A 1972 Chateaubriand, like, you know, a nice, like, rich burgundy from California, Napa, or something, you know, I agree something with you. like that. Yes, it's going to be much classier, much fancier, and and it's something that you would never get under any other circumstance because you're some, not paying for that. Some Remy Martin 1738, you know, Hennessy, that sort of stuff. You know your stuff way well, better I than I think I that's just... really from a rap song. <laughs> uh, 1738. <gasps> 
Uh, who is that? Uh, the guy with no eye, Fetty Wap. Oh. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Yeah, that song. I don't know that no. song. That's uh, as far as I'm going. I might know it if I if I heard it from him actually. Right. Well, I am. Uh, what's the what's the term? You're not Fetty Wap. Tone deaf. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Fair as, enough. As, uh, my, I think I my think fiance, you, my soon to be wife. Yes, that's right. Soon, soon to be wife. wife. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, Star Lord, though. The other thing is, he may try and like. I I wonder if he, what he would do. You say he's an everyman, yes, but he's getting these like interstellar drinks. Like he's used to some wacky stuff. Sure. So he may try and mix a few things, uh, mix it up there. I don't know where he'd go, but I feel like he'd try and do something that maybe he shouldn't do. Maybe try and mix like it. I don't know, like a vodka and a whiskey together, and it's like, oh. it doesn't, doesn't make any sense because, like, I can handle this. I can handle all this crap that we deal in outer space. I just feel like he'd try and go a little too far and get plastered. Well, you know what a vodka whiskey is, right? I've never had a vodka whiskey. It is uh, what we like to call the Tom Sykes, who is uh, my father. Who I think I, m- I might have shared this story once before, uh, but my father and his wife went to a dinner party where she brought a Poland Springs bottle of a specific type of, like, vodka that she liked. Okay. It was, like, gluten-free or whatever the case was. So she just brought that just to, just to be sure that it was there for her. My dad, who uh, was a bartender for a very long time, still likes to play bartender at hmm. different uh, family parties and that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, his drink of choice is Jim Beam on the Rocks, a little splash of water. Okay. He grabs the Poland Spring bottle, which isn't labeled. And pours in a little bit of vodka uh, in his Jim Beams. It has, like, two or three of them. And, like, my dad is, like, very much even-keeled, like, always composed, like, always has it together. Head on the table, drunk before dinner. Like, oh, like God. couldn't drive home. So, like, the running joke. And then they figured out after the fact that it was that. Yeah. But my, my last point on, on Star-Lord is that he's a little bit of a wild card. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past him to do, like, the old Irish exit Oh. Or uh, even like run out on the bill sort of thing and yeah. just leave you stuck with it. He might leave you stuck with it, but I'll tell you what: if he wants to run out on the bill, I might do that with him. I actually, I actually well, I mean, like, and just leave it to you. Oh, he might just screw you. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like that. You might, you might, right? He might do that. You're, he's definitely not paying. There's no. no question about that. He's not yeah. paying for yeah. it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. But that I, uh, I actually missed. Uh, I had my my first girlfriend. I actually did that with her on our first date. I said, "All right, we're gonna get up." And we're gonna leave. Like we got the check. We're gonna get up and leave. We're not gonna pay. We're just gonna get up. I'm gonna get up, and you're gonna you're gonna do it right after I do. So You've done this. I, huh? I I did it, and I went. I I didn't actually leave, but I wanted to mess with her. So I got up. This is totally like something my dad would do. That's it's so stupid. But I went up and went to the bathroom, and I just checked to see if she was gonna get up, and I was gonna stop her. But I was like, she's not moving. She's like terrified right now. <laughs> and I got back to the table, and I was like, you didn't come. She's like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's great. It lasted a year. So was I was that. gonna say, like, had she left, would that made it? Like, was she a keeper at that point, or did did she, she win you over with her, you know, goodness? Uh, the fact that she didn't hate me afterwards was, like, enough. That, that's all I need. Okay. Yes. All right. That's that's good enough here. Uh, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be talking about the good boys. And we're back. And we're here to talk about good boys. Mm-hmm. Just a couple of the good old boys talking about the good boys here. Beanbag boys. Uh, yes, exactly. So three sixth grade boys ditch school and embark on an epic journey while carrying accidentally stolen drugs, being hunted by teenage girls, and trying to make their way home in time for a long-awaited party. Uh, directed by Gene Stupinitsky. Stupnitsky. 
Dmitsky, I think is right. Uh, it's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gene. Uh, this is, uh, he's produced uh, episodes of the show Smilf. Is mm-hmm. uh, produced and directed some of the Office episodes. Uh, he's also produced A Bad Teacher. Okay. Uh, this is uh, starring Jacob Tremblay as Max, uh, Keith L. Williams as Lucas, and Brady Noon as Thor. Plus, you get some nice, uh, oh yeah, uh, you know, appearances by Sam Richardson, uh, Will Forte, yeah, Little Ray Howery, Al mm-hmm. uh, Retta from Parks and Rec. Yep. So, uh, so a couple of nice surprises in there that uh, that we didn't see. Yeah, those were great. Uh, this is rocking a 6.9 on IMDb right now. It's grossed uh, just under 49 million worldwide. That's 42 million uh, U.S. and 6.9 foreign. Uh, it was number one to uh, open the weekend, which uh, pulled in 30 million and pushed Hobbs and Shaw out oh. of first in the box office. Oh, I forgot about Hobbs and Shaw. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that's right. That was that. So I I know we don't look at the. Um, the uh, not the expenses, but the investment and and mm-hmm. but like with a movie like this, I think that's I can't imagine that was a lot of money. Like this seems like you know where we have kid actors like that. Like I can't imagine yeah, it's a lot of money. Right, that they spent a lot of money. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I gotta imagine that they are in the black right now. They're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first question that comes down to it is: Is did you like the movie, Wes? Yeah. Meh. Eh. Eh. Yeah. I thought it, it was, was short enough yep. where like and the pacing was fast enough. Like I, I felt like it was like what ninety minutes or so, so like it didn't take up too much of my time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I found it to be very predictable uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. I thought like a lot of the uh, funny parts were already revealed uh, in the trailer or the extended trailers or whatever like, clips that they showed online. Mm. Um, and again, not even saw, it wasn't even, this isn't even like a, uh, like MCU situation where I'm like seeking out spoilers or anything. This is like just from the trailers, you, oh, yeah. you know, like the stuff that they, they put out themselves. Quite a lot. Um, so I, I get that. Obviously a movie like this, like you, you want to publicize it to get the attention cause it's not going to have that natural backing like an MCU movie or a sequel or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the, I think you need that kind of, uh, draw up the buzz. Yeah. But uh, I was, it was okay. I think fine is the word I would use to describe yeah. it. Yeah. So I, in the end, with with the grades, uh, I went with a 72 out of 100, and you went with a? Uh, 71, yeah. So we're right in the same ballpark. And, yeah. and right there with IMDb, too. Um, got it right that time. But I, I, I think it was funny. Um, there were some laugh-out-loud moments in the course of it all. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, I, I remember like, watching it the whole time. I was like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm glad I saw it. I don't necessarily need to see it again. I think it is a movie, though, that when it comes out, it'll probably be on FX or something like that at a time. And it'll be like, yeah, this works. Like, I can, I can have it as background and, like, pop in and check on it. But I'm not one I'll ever sit down for the full time again to watch it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think we'll work backwards here for some of the questions that I have. So, uh, is this properly billed as a New Age super bad? Is it properly billed? Hmm. I think that that's... I think that that's fair. Like a super bad for 2019 sort of thing. Yeah, I do think that's pretty fair. And I think, and, and the thing that's good about it too is like just like super bad, it read, it's still gonna hit home with, it's still gonna hit home with um, all the, with everybody. You know what I mean? Because like, as a kid, like I look back at that, it's like oh yeah, I could see some of these things from when I was growing up as kids. Just like with super bad, you dealt with some of these things, you heard about some of these mm-hmm. things, um, you knew friends that went through some of this crap. So yeah, I, I think that. I don't think it's as good, 
but I think right. it's it's along those lines is all right. Well, where I wonder, because like Super Bad, like I was in college when that came out, so it wasn't you know I wasn't fully far removed from uh, my high school experience. Mm. Uh, so I think that kind of hit you know resonated a little bit with, with me a little bit more than this does as a sixth grade movie. This is uh, true. Now I'm one day away from being thirty two. You know, so I think uh, now that's like uh, it doesn't like what it's like to be twelve or thirteen years old. Happy birthday, Wes! Yeah, it's a little. It was a nice little subtle, uh, yes. subtle flex. Make on sure that. everybody wishes Wes a happy birthday on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you don't have to do that. You know, thirty two. It's, it's all downhill from there. Don't do it. Don't yeah. wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. I'm gonna do it on Twitter still. But but, but you know what I mean? Though? Like yeah. so, like it doesn't really like I, I don't know. Like it doesn't like I, I did. Get brought back to some of those times, yeah, and like I could definitely see some of those moments, but it just didn't hit me as much. I thought the the most redeeming quality of this movie was the humor, but it was like the heart, like mm-hmm. the core of uh, three childhood friends, yeah. And as they grow up and start to separate, um, you know how they kind of deal with that sort of thing. It felt more real than Superbad did. Yeah, but I didn't go in. I mean, I not that I didn't like that aspect of it, but it just kind of threw me off with everything else that you were integrating into it. Um, I did like the the addition of the parents, though. That was like I thought Ray. they were the funniest parts. I think Lil Ray and 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 um and Retta were hysterical, and then Will Forte too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just coming in hot. Like, <laughs> I'm just so proud of you. Uh, I know. The whole th- we'll we'll get into uh, scenes that we like a little bit more as well. But they also, I also found uh, with this uh, particular uh, uh, movie was that it's kind of like uh, South Park in a way, where they're like young kids mm. that are very naive to a lot of situations, but they're also very wise beyond their years, like not really sixth graders. Like you kind of see that towards the end where they're like acting like adults yeah kind of like meet back again yeah i mean like it's it's kind of like funny because like you know kids look at three weeks and it's like oh my god that's a lifetime right but at the same time like when you don't see friends for three weeks and that stuff happens which actually i just holy crap this just hit me his whole girlfriend by the way again we've said it before but spoilers yeah with all this stuff as always but we you know what you're getting into when you listen to us this is a good point when it comes to um when it comes to Max and with the whole the three weeks thing, he had three girlfriends in that time. Frame. Right. That's like I didn't even think about all that. Yeah. Um. That, that that just hit me. But yeah, like they they act like it's like your your adults and they're just. I'm sorry if I didn't talk to my friend for three weeks in middle school. I, the next time I see him at a major thing, I'm not like, you know, embracing him like well, that. And you're still going to school together. Yeah. You know, it's like whether you're grounded or not. You know what I mean? Like you still like have lunch and. I would presume recess at that time, or they don't look like the most athletic group of kids, but, uh, you know, sporting event or whatever, yeah. extracurricular activities or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely not the most athletic kids. Yeah, yeah not really. The, the, I, I know this is like a random moment, but I don't imagine there's going to be, in, maybe it is, the, the drug scene with um, the college boyfriend at the frat house. Yes. The, I know we'll, we can talk about the whole scene later, but when Lucas is identified as a kid in like his econ class or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of make the uh, joke about that in the beginning. Like, well, you look like you could be in college. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay, he looks like he's in college. <laughs> and then he just falls right into it, yeah. Yeah. What up, dude? Yeah, hey, oh, what's my... going on? Oh, yeah, you're in my econ class, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he just man. goes with it. But yeah, that, that scene was really uh, one of my favorite scenes in there. But, but you know, like... I just think with that uh, sort of take on that that decision that they made, that artistic decision, if you want to sound really buttoned up, mm-hmm. to kind of make the kids like 
smart and woke, I guess, uh, to certain things, but naive to other things. Like, I think that works well in like an animated fantasy yes. type world. But in where it's like a live action meant to be kind of like modern day. So like I, I'm not sure if like it just didn't mesh well for me. Great kids, but you're right. right. I mean, there just there are some things you can do with animation that you can't do in real with real life people. It just doesn't translate in the same capacity. Mm -hmm. And then, and I think that with this, if it was animated, then you could have gone and been a little more outrageous with some of the stuff. Maybe where they're running across the highway, one of them gets hit by a car, and then they walk away, and then they're fine, as opposed mm -hmm. to. The mess that it turned into, but that was that was actually kind of funny. But again, you brought that one up, Wes. Like that's, or you brought up how they had stuff we saw beforehand, right? Yeah, we, and that was already in the trailer. We yeah. knew that was going to happen at some yeah. point. Yeah, and I think uh, so. This is also you know another movie that was uh, heavily compared to uh, Superbad. It's like the female version of Superbad. It was a movie that came out around May or June called Booksmart, um, and it received. Not that much, uh, you know, attention or, or fame. It was uh, yeah, I don't... the di directorial uh, directorial debut from Olivia Wilde. Oh. Um, when I, I actually really enjoyed... I went back and watched that movie um, after I watched Good Boys. Okay. Because I kind of wanted to, like, the comparison to see... Because I, I immediately grouped those two movies, and three was super bad, mm -hmm. uh, all kind of in the same group. Um, and I liked Booksmart a lot more. Really? And again, maybe that is more of like the high school thing. So that's like a little bit closer to my mindset and age frame. And mm -hmm. like, I'm you know not as far removed from that as I would be in middle school. Uh, but I thought that was great. It had a great hip hop kind of background soundtrack. It kind of had this like late 90s uh, <laughs> skater California aesthetic to it, which okay. I thought kind of worked well. That always works well. Um, and it was, I, I thought, like, I, believable. Like, it was just, like, a very funny movie. The thing with high school is that, that like, every, like, as old as you get when it comes to high school, that's always going to stick with you. Right. Because either you loved it, or in most cases, you friggin' hated it. So you're going to have, like, an opinion about stuff. And then it's like, like, you just throw in a few things. Like, if you throw in, like, ten things that are stereotypical high school stuff you're almost guaranteed to, like, as a viewer, like, two things are going to really hit home. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember people who were like that. Oh, yeah, I did that. Like, yeah, right. But middle right, school, right. you got to rely on the originality and the humor. It's because it's so awkward. Like, if you think high school is awkward, like, middle, like, you just want to push that back into the furthest crevices of your memory and just have it never come out again. Because, like, everybody's awkward. Mm -hmm. You know, the cool kids who are cool then, which we'll get into a little bit later on, Yeah, you know, aren't the cool kids. Like, it's so weird. It's just, like, completely... Like, the whole world gets flipped on its head by the time you get into high school. And, like, the, what carries over in middle school doesn't necessarily hold true in high school. So true. So true. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is a very weird time. But, there, like, the, the one thing that I found... So funny is the not well. This is perfect. Thing. Yeah, let's get into what so, what we liked about the so movie. So one yeah. thing I found that was kind of funny, and this is the ending, is where Max turns into like the girlfriend guy. Yeah, and I mean the whole thing. Everyone's got one of those. Exactly. Then the fact now I had a like a stretch in my life where I had like girlfriend and then a few months off girlfriend, but like I had longer relationships yeah. like always. Um, but like I, I, there were definitely guys who in middle school it was like. Oh, you date this girl for like a week or two, and then it's like, oh, they're dating, and then boom, over, and then you see him holding hands with another, mm -hmm. another girl. And there were girls that were like that too. So right when that happened, like, I was like, oh, he's gonna become that girlfriend guy at first, and it's like he's gonna be bound to her and blah blah blah, and then they break up. And I, I thought the way they were doing it, it was like, you know, 
two months or something. Like that. Right. Like, no, it's, it's a week. Yeah. It's a standard middle school relationship. But, I mean, and that's like really funny because that's how it works, yeah, right? Exactly. And then like he ends up dating the girl who set them up. Yeah. And then they end up dating each other. Is that what that, that was? What that was? Because they were holding hands, right? Yeah. And he's just like crying uncontrolled. Like I thought that was really funny. Was... Sitting in the park, like crying, like a little. Yeah. And then he gets the third girl by the end of it all, and it's like right. hey, the relationships are trying. It's like ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And it's like my mom will send drop us off at frozen yogurt if your mom could bring us home. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's this, so I'm like, this is exactly why my parents said no girlfriends in middle school. Yeah. Because it just would have been an annoying pain in the ass. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, I. I think I had one girlfriend in middle school. Uh, I think I had. She ended up owning snakes in high school. So I think that. Oh, yeah. I think I had three. They were all in like very brief mm-hmm. relationships. So yeah, it's just yeah, this is that's what middle school is though. They're it's, all just, yeah. That's what like, it is. Boom! Yeah. It's like a week and then it's over. But that was like a lifetime. Like oh my god. Right. Did yeah. you kiss her? Oh yeah. Whirlwind oh. of emotions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Calling on the landline to her landline and then having her parents pick up and be like. Hi, this is Wesley. Can I talk to so and so? And it's like the dad or the mom. And yep. it's like Yep. You got I, your parents listening in on the other phone or like oh. get off the f- I got to use the internet and you <laughs> know cuz it's all it's all tied in together, you know. Yeah, I, I there's um I don't want to jump into the things we don't like cuz there's something but go what do you what did you like? So yes, yeah, so what I liked uh in the very opening scene you referenced this with Will Forte is when Max is uh trying to JO. Oh uh, man. And he's he's looking at some porn uh and he ties <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, he ties his computer cord to his bedpost to the doorknob. Yeah, to tr- thinking that like if the door is gonna pull open, so okay. it won't it won't pull open. But it's a push open door, so the whole thing falls in. And then mm-hmm. uh, Will Forte finds out, and it's like Will Forte hysterical. Like, I love Will Forte. Perfect. Yeah, it's a great role for uh, And he figures out what's going on. He's like, I'm just so happy, and it's like a new toy. You just find out what. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and he's like going into, it. and then he leaves him alone, and, uh, and then you hear him say in the hallway as the door's closed, and he's like, Honey, you'll never believe what I just saw. What I just saw. <laughs> yeah, no shot. My parents. Learning to tell the mom that you know. No shot. My parents are doing that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you got caught, Wes, but let me just say, like you know. I may or may have not gotten caught at one point, and it did not go over well. You yeah. learn from that. Yeah, I got. It's just embarrassing. Oh, it's the worst. I feel you like, get caught like a like a deer in headlights look. You know, you're all disheveled, like you're red in the face. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little out of breath. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remove the belt buckle from my neck. You know, like that whole that whole oh, thing. No, I no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, you messed around <laughs> real early. Woo! Oh, yeah. yeah. The internet, you know, is a oh, powerful, powerful the, thing. The internet is powerful. Now, let me ask you this. Can you remember your, like, your first, like, female, that like, first porn star who, who was for you? Oh, well. I'm not asking you to say who it is. I'm just asking, can you remember? It was more magazine-based. Oh, oh see, this is where, yeah. Because I didn't. Because I, I think, as I told in the story before, about how I used to keep uh, pornos That's, in the, uh, right. under seat, underneath the seat cushion of my uh, chair in my, in my room. Can you still remember who the model was, I guess? Like? No. Do you remember what she looked like at least? Yeah, I, I, there's no. a whole bunch of them at that point, you know? It's I like, can't remember who my first was. That's why. I, okay, I, well. I, I can't, yeah. Well, lay it on me. You, oh, you want, no, 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 no. No, you're no. asking me. I, I didn't ask you who it was. I said don't say who it was. I just, I just want to know who, if, I'll tell you after. Okay. I'm not putting that out there. Oh, wow. I leave a little room for you. I just, I'll tell you who it was after. Okay. Um, but anyways, anyways, um, that is, because that's one thing I think of too, always when it comes to that stuff as a kid. It's like, 
Oh God! I, I go, as a parent, you know, it's all very natural though. I think is. you have to react the way that Will Forte. And this isn't a uh, turn to a podcast on how you talk to your kids about pleasuring yourself. From two guys who don't have kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think that is uh, the 2019 way of handling it. That is it. being very sex positive. That, that is actually a fair point. As long as they respect women, and those kids clearly do. Clearly do. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, the other thing uh, I really liked was the reoccurring anal beads gag hmm. uh, and a lot of the sex toy thing as we mentioned uh, kind of got played out a little bit too much in bit. the um, uh, previews and then just even throughout the movie as in well general, yeah. so you kind of knew it but the anal bead one I thought was really funny because they smell it and they're like it smells like shit oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and he gives it to Brixley uh, the girlfriend and she like goes to put it around her neck and she's like I'm just not gonna wear this yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it smells it immediately <laughs> and it, it's what it's like from thor's parents or something like yes, that yes exactly right? they had a ton uh, of stuff which again just to play off of that the obnoxious names in 2019 uh yeah. really come into full effect which i thought was kind of like a funny thing like a funny nod to the parent or you know to the adults like brixley and thor brixley thor what were some other names that i had in here well, uh soren atticus atticus who the actor uh his name's chance Oh really? Yeah. So like again, it's kind of double, double that. Atticus. I yeah. Never. I, I heard that one. I'm like, what did you kill that? a mockingbird? Yeah, that's a nice literary reference. Oh, is that there. what that is? Okay. Atticus Finch. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I actually don't think I ever read that book in high school. Oh really? I would have. You probably had to, and you I probably think, just didn't read. It. I yeah, but I, yeah. So that's a, I got, that's like a staple. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I didn't read it, but I might have somehow read the Spark Notes version of it and fudged it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, just and you mentioned the uh, the crying montage at the end, Max doing that. So Max is my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, I think um, he's the best character in it. And he uh, so that that whole crying montage I loved, and then the, him paintballing everyone in the frat scene. Oh, that was yeah. dad. That kid, that kid had some stones on him. I'll give him that. It's the video game. Uh, it's it's like oh. the video game era. Like everyone's so good at first person shooters. You know? Yeah, so the aim is there. Like yes, the aim is there, and they have that's where they get the stones from. It's in the video games. That's why everything bad happens in the world. Right. The video games totally. Uh, it's all the video games. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. you know we didn't grow up playing Halo or Call of Duty or. Or uh, what was it? Medal of Honor. Yes. That was, that's oh, yeah. Back there. Those are good games, yeah. Oh, and Goal and I, too. You know, none of that stuff. Right, none of that. No. Yeah, exactly. And you and I are total, totally turned out fine. Um, but anyways. No. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, I guess, yeah. But anyway, when, I mean, when it comes, there was another thing that I was going to say. But there was something I wanted to say I didn't like. And I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. I think it was something about Lucas that I wasn't a fan of. Um, Him being part of the scabs? Yeah, you know, like oh no, you know, what, no, no, it was along those lines actually, because definitely you definitely grow apart with your friends from when you were a kid. But I felt like you don't have like again like you talk about being woke and stuff. Like these kids have the 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 wherewithal to say that they say to each other like we're growing apart. Like they're acting like adults. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, I get it that these kids are should be smarter. The, the, the kids should continue to get smarter as we all continue to get smarter as you know, people and everything like that as a species, although some would argue we're getting dumber. But with these kids, it's a little bit too far at times where I'm just... Right, it's just not believable. Yeah. And like, even the interactions, like, I, I really didn't enjoy the older uh, teenage girl aspect of this. Really? Yeah, I just, I, I, didn't, I just didn't really get it. Like, I don't know, I just didn't, like... I know that was the major plot point, mm-hmm. and they kept kind of working their way in. They were funny at the end. Uh, when they're on Molly, right? Yes, yeah. that was funny. I like that. That was the, the the payoff. Wouldn't say it was worth it for the whole thing, but it was funny. Like the, at the end. Yeah, it just kind of felt rushed, or like it, I don't know something with me. It just didn't really like uh, blend. 
uh, like it, I don't know. I can I can understand that the the ending for me because they want to see how to kiss girls, so they go to the girls' house with the college boyfriend that they had seen making out earlier in the in the movie, right? Mm. So they take the drone out, fly the drone. Mm. Why don't you just give the drone back? It was yeah, to, to respect women. It's like oh, well, yeah, but like kids. you also have your phone at the, like just do the even trade, and then none of that would like yeah, yeah, just like here it is. Yeah, exactly. Like that was like blown way out of proportion, like clearly for the movie's sake. Yeah, the but I will say when they talk about the grilled cheese, and then they get yeah. they, like they're, oh I'm gonna make us grilled cheese right now, and then they, the whole singing thing gets brought <laughs> right. up, and they yeah. just sw- flip a switch and I, said, I guess we're not getting that grilled cheese. Oh, I laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm like this is exactly what it's like at parties all the right. time when people are stoned or hammered. It's like oh god, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, you got a uh, you know a real uh, sporadic mind, right? Everything's exactly. kind of jumping off. Yeah, that's what, that, that, yeah. that was real. That's, I mean, I've never used Molly before, but like just in general, you can be drunk or whatever. Like that's what happens. With people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, also what I liked, uh, what I thought was kind of interesting was the, the notion of how uh, youth and school culture operates and how it's much different than when mm. you or I went to uh, middle school or high school even. Do you think scab that thing is real? I, I would imagine. Mm. Uh, I would imagine they have some sort of that, like an anti-bullying brigade. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, that had, wouldn't surprise me. We had D.A.R.E. I said it was the closest thing to that, right? Yeah, but that was even, like, that wasn't a club. That was just, like, cops coming in and saying, don't do drugs or lose. Like, this was, like, yeah. anti-bullying. Yeah. You know? Yes. But th- that would probably be, like, the closest. Like, peer mediation, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, yeah. But even that, like, I feel like it wasn't, like... It was such a minor thing. Like, who went could... there? You know? Mm. Like, that was such, like, a... Yeah, like a minor thing. I, I kind of forgot about the peer stuff, but I remember that that was a thing in middle school, and then it just never really was much of anything. Right, so this is like more of like an wow. in-your-face thing. So maybe they don't have it to like that extent that. with like people like blowing whistles and stuff and having like badges or sashes or Yeah, whatever. no, no, no. That's totally changing times. Uh, but so, okay, so I think the, the scooter group is filled with all the cool kids. Like, <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> like, oh, man, the scooter kids are coming. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know See, about you know, that. I will say, Wes, when I, I remember, like, when the Razor scooter and stuff became popular, like, that, everybody had that. It was like, oh, damn, you got a Razor. Like, that's... Oh, yeah, not like the Walmart knockoff, like, right. Mongoose. Which I'm pretty sure I had a knockoff. Something it wasn't exactly the razor, but either way, it was like that was cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the skate every I mean, everybody skateboarded. That was always the cool thing. I yeah. felt like I never, my dad never let me skateboard. See, I felt like the scooter was the alternative to the skateboard because mm-hmm. like you you couldn't balance on it without a handle. Right. So let's put a handle on it for you. It's like the training wheels for a skateboard. So that's mm-hmm. that's why I always like it was cool, but like I was never taking that out to a skate park. Like, I was just doing right. it around my backyard or mm-hmm. whatever. And the kids on bikes, I always felt like were the like the hard ass kids, like they oh, yeah. rode their bikes yeah. everywhere. And if you had like the BMX bike with the pegs and exactly. stuff, you know, like yeah, those absolutely. are the real kids you don't mess with. Uh, so, and I also like how that juxtaposed uh, with the college uh, frat culture, mm. which we saw prevalent in the I forget what his name was, uh, the boyfriend. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Uh, and then his frat party. It's a B. B. Yeah. Friend? Uh, uh, Br- no. Brinks. Briggs. Briggs, something like that, whatever. I think Briggs, yeah, something like that. You, yeah, something along those lines. Something yes. along those lines. But anyway, uh, so I, I thought it, it paints a really bad picture of college-age white guys uh, in the form of Benji. Benji, Benji look at you. Well, wow. I, had, I had it written down. I just had to go one line down in my notes. Huh. Uh, that's all I had to do. But that was, when when it was like, she's, I mean, I think his, his ex-girlfriend was a high school girl. Right, right? So it's yes. Like, first of all. That's always a weird look. Red flag. Yep. Yeah. And then and then the way they broke up, it's like he he walks away and he's like, "What'd you say?" Yeah. I didn't say anything. 
I never want to see you again. Right. Yeah, and it's like, oh. and I'm I'm the nice guy, and like you're not hot enough to pull this, and like you know, totally like yeah, like yeah. passive aggressively trying to force her into what he's doing, and then the whole idea of like everyone in the fraternity. Uh, now I was in a fraternity, right? So uh, I don't think that's an accurate portrayal of mm-hmm. what was went on in my experience. Um, but there was also like you see like randomly one guy walk in and says. Hey, she dropped the charges or something, you know, yeah. something that at that effect. So, you know, it's really just letting you know, like, these guys are scumbags. Yep. Which my uh, interpretation of, of being a third, two-year-old is that the college age group now is much more uh, socially aware of yes. consent and proper pronouns and sex positive and all that sort of stuff. You, you know what I mean? Like definitely. much more woke, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, definitely. They were back then with me too. Definitely. Right. Non-judgmental and everything. When, like I, I always heard like when I, when I was a freshman in college, like they hated like, ba- like the baseball team hated certain frats. Like there were other ones you got along with, but then when we got there, we got, we started getting along with all of them and it was never an issue. And by the end of it, it's like, we're, you know, we have some guys who are thinking about joining frats close to it. Mm-hmm. We're friendly with the guys in there. It's like it totally, the culture just totally was changing. And I got to imagine that trend, it wasn't, we weren't alone in that. And it's like that most places. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a case by case basis too, oh, but, you yeah. know, but I, I would say that's pretty similar to us. Like we were pretty friendly with a lot of the, the sports teams, which in a way was like a fraternity of their own. Oh, totally. You know, it's like whatever. We just weren't playing games on weekends, right? Or some, yeah. You know, traveling or the anything. baseball house yeah. was a total. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was one of the big party houses off campus. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. But uh, other things. So Officer Sachs, I loved, uh, which is Sam Richardson. Oh. Uh, but you almost get that same kind of feel of super bad scene with Bill Hader and Seth Rogen. Yep. Uh, but I thought, you know, I love Sam Richardson. Anything he does, I think he's hysterical in. Yeah, that was a good ad. Nice um, little ad. That was a nice surprise. Again, something they didn't show uh, in the previews that oh, I saw. Right. I, was like, oh, I was like, okay, so that was a nice little surprise. Oh, was it Shazam that they locked? There was another one, I th- another movie I thought where they locked a cop in like a convenience store like that or something. Or they messed with, I guess. I uh, There was something to do with Shazam in there. But now I got to see that movie again. I think it's on... Digital. I think I can rent Shazam? that now. Yeah, it is okay. There was something that there was another movie that I saw that happen, and that's why I was like, when they locked him in, I was like expecting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucas was such a with like, the with the dildo. Yeah, with the dildo. Lucas was such a. <laughs> he was such a goober. Like that kid was just like I felt bad so for honest him. for everything. Right? Yeah, oh yeah. My God, like honest him. to a fault. And little Reg like. Don't fib. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't I'm, make up any of this stuff. Yeah. I'm not fibbing, Dad. I swear. And like the passive aggressiveness between him and Retta when mm-hmm. they're saying about the divorce. And it's like, right, your mom and I are still best friends, right? And she's mm. like, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah Retta's like, unbelievable, man. Like clearly like he did something wrong in, yeah. in the relationship that she's not happy with. Or yeah, like, they're, yeah. They're, they're, that's actually a pair I would love to see on camera again. Yeah. In like a, maybe a sibling way or whatever because Retta's... Red is a queen, man. She's she's fucking, great. She's hysterical. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, and she's grown on me a little bit more as I continue to watch and rewatch and watch and rewatch uh, Parks and Rec. Well, your your buddies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out with my friends here. Uh, the Beanbag Boys. Great nickname. Awesome nickname. Way overused. Yeah. They reference it like so much, so many times. Like, have you just said it a couple of times in there? But it felt like they were being paid by the Beanbag Corporation to continue to say beanbags. Is that? Like is like the bean like so. And it's not like Velcro I'm, 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 or like I'm, I'm, Tylenol yeah. or anything. Yeah, okay. no, that was like more of like a yeah. joke. But yeah, like, yeah. You know, like I just don't understand why they had to say them all the they time. They said it a lot. 
Yeah, it's like that's what I guess they identified with. I don't know, but you're right. They did it way too much. But mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it when he did it with like when Max did it with um, what's the kid's name again? So what was the Soren? Soren. Like, yeah. When he stood up for his buddies, it's like okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that move. But other than that, man, it was like you said, way too much of it. Way too much. Well, you bring up. I, I liked Soren. I thought he was pretty funny, um, yeah. and I thought it was interesting to see like who the cool kids are in 29 as opposed to. Uh, who the cool kids was when I was twelve or thirteen, which was essentially just the athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the, uh, most, for the part. most part. Yeah, right? yeah. yes, it was all. It was definitely the athletes. But I will say, Soren did have that vibe of like even a cool, like the cool high school kid. Yeah. who's not an athlete. He's like, no, it's okay. Like just let him let it ride, see what happens. Like, yeah, he, he. I will give him that. The kid, the kid, did a good job. I was impressed with Soren. Uh, yeah, and that's the problem that you see with these movies, especially because, like, high school movies, like, it's one thing because you can maybe cast kids who are above their age, but you do really, like, when you get to that middle school, like, like we saw with Stranger Things, like, you need that that young, excuse me, a realistic-looking tweens. Yes. Uh, yeah, and you got to rely on their acting. And you don't necessarily know how they're going to act. So, but I thought he did a good job. I liked Max's job. I thought Lucas was pretty funny. Yeah, he Thor, was. I can kind of take or leave, like... Mm-hmm. Again, the name really bothered me. That's fair. He was, he he was, was a little bit of a punk anyway. He was believable, though. I mean, yeah. there definitely a lot of kids are like that growing up, where they're right. trying to prove themselves, and they're insecure, and then it carries over into adulthood, and then, you know, they, you see what happens from there. But, like, that's... Right. He was honestly... See, you know, he annoyed me, but don't you think he may have been the, mm, the most realistic kid there? Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, I can see that. That could be part of why he annoys you. Too. I think they a, a lot of the bullies missed out on opportunities to make uh, bad MCU Thor jokes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. That Thor and or just anything, you know. Yeah. Like, why don't you go play with your Molnir or something? You know, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. An odd name know? to. Uh, yeah, I just I don't, I don't get it. But okay, so the the idea of Soren um, kind of brought up so the, with the whole idea of uh, going to kissing parties, right? That was kind of like the main. Oh uh, yeah, action I guess, right. and that everyone was trying like to get the, to this kissing party. It's like in Superbad where they have that big party at the end. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So that everyone's trying to get to there, and it's so my question to you is do you do you remember ever going to like middle school kissing parties? Never went to one. I don't remember there ever being any of those. Really? So there are parties, but I don't remember. Could you timeline for me when you think you were in, uh, you know, like, sixth to eighth grade? How old, like what years those were? Yeah. So the Red Sox won in 04. I was in sixth grade in 04. So it would have been, and I started high school in, what was it, 06, 07 was my first year. So there you go. So it was 03 to 06. Does that sound right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because I was in high school at that time. So I think right. that it's right around our age gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like 98, 99 to 01 mm-hmm. in middle school. Um so, oh, one in eighth grade. So I was remember it that junior on, on, high for you, or was it middle no, school? No, it was middle school. Okay. Still is middle school, actually. I opened up the middle school that's been born now. As oh, first, right. uh, second graduating class from uh, that middle school. Oh, no kidding. Okay. A little, little claim to fame for uh, your you. boy, Wesley J. Sykes, over here. <laughs> the second graduating class. <laughs> yes. Not, not the first. Just the second one. <laughs> um, but I do remember going to kissing parties uh, in as, like, in middle school or whatever, and there was only um, one instance where I had a kissing partner, uh, and that was uh, you know, my friend. This was the same girl who owned Snakes later on in high school. Uh, <laughs> and you would spin the bottle? No, 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 no. It was, so I remember uh, my friend Stephanie had a party. She lived right up the street from me. Uh, parents were home, and uh, we were all watching a movie in the living room, and there was about 20 kids there. You know, it was a lot. It was like a lot of kids. And she taps me on the shoulder, and she's like, Stephanie, my friend, she goes, do you want to 
come upstairs to my bedroom and make out with uh, Kristen, who was uh, the girl I was dating. Quotation. Kristen, okay. Uh, and, um, yeah, very loose term as far as dating. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, okay. So she's on, like, this full-size bed. I'm like sweating bullets. Never kissed a girl before. This was like seventh grade. Uh, And I I trip walking up the stairs. Uh, And then I get onto, I get into uh, Stephanie's room where she's making out with her boyfriend on one side of the bed. Um, And it's like a sandwich. So like the, the, the other guy is on the far end. Okay. Up against the wall almost. Yeah. Uh, Then the girl, Stephanie, and then my girlfriend, Kristen, and then me on the very edge. And I can get, like, half a butt cheek on. I'm not as uh, svelte as I am oh, uh, right now. I was oh, a little, little right. bit more of a portly kid. Right. I forget, I forget uh, that sometimes, yeah. But I still had this winning personality and charms. So I was still able Super somehow fine. to get a girlfriend uh, in seventh grade. Uh, but I can get, like, half an ass cheek on there. And I fall off the bed. And, oh. and then completely... Uh, just like sucked like mouth over lips like had no idea like concept of like kissing and like she uh she told some people i was a bad kisser after that and it, was, oh, it was tough that sucks but i've also like and before then i've also been on the other end where you're like don't have the partner there and it's mm. just kind of weird that is weird and it kind of sucks imagine that like i'm weird. like i'm like the guy playing vr upstairs you know at the end of it <laughs> like lucas yeah yeah, yeah when exactly. I, I remember like the, my first kiss i was like definitely <clears throat> more conservative like you i went with a little peck oh yeah no, no, no i i had no uh understanding of that whatsoever i was just like mouth over lips like <sighs> oh god <laughs> 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 uh so that yeah that was that uh, and i think i remember her telling me even afterwards she was like you know you could have touched my boob and i was like i didn't even know that was on the table <laughs> <laughs> yeah but just one, you know, not plural. You know what's funny? The, Singular. The boob. girl, the girl who was, yeah, that that is that's a good point. <laughs> the girl who was my first kiss. It's like you know, went to high school and everything. She was a year old. Me, I was in seventh grade. She was in eighth grade. We go and you know, high school. She was in the journalism class that I was in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We all did more on the paper and everything. And then I remember when she graduated and I was like my first summer back or whatever. She was working at a pizza joint um, in town. And she was like, tell me, you know, this girl had a crush me in high school, that girl. And I was like, I had no idea. I was totally oblivious to this stuff. She said, she said I, even I did at one point. And I was like, Kate, you know that we dated in, like, I know it's like middle school. But, like, you know, we, we actually, like, were boyfriend and girlfriend in middle school at one point. She's like, oh, my God, you're right. I totally forgot about that. I was yeah. Like, yeah, we were. She's like, oh, I had no idea. I was like, yeah. Well, whatever. Left like, a good so, impression then. Yeah, huh? I guess <laughs> so. Yeah. She, did, she was one of those girls who had a, you know. Quite a few boyfriends. I mean, I'm not saying she, right. was, she wasn't. I'm not saying she was a slut. She was just like that middle school. Well, thing. in the middle school thing, I mean, it's yeah. like holding hands, right? Or, That's exactly. I don't, I don't know what it was like nowadays. Maybe they're far more advanced. Who knows? I, I'm not sure not. what goes on. I remember hearing like kids had sex in middle school, like a couple like kids younger than me when I was yeah. in like, eighth grade, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, it was it was mind blowing stuff. Yeah, middle school. Like, I was like, "What?" Yeah, what? That was that blew my mind. I still blow my mind that kids would do that now. The the big thing too was also ha- going to uh, dance parties. Mm. Uh, people would rent out like uh, Amvets places or um, American Legions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was the grinding parties. And it was before I was fully comfortable uh, getting excited. Yeah, yeah, and dancing up on girls, or or before I even had like 
the Jedi Master. Mm. You know, I, I, I did, the Force was not strong in me yet. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't control it. It was just irrational. I would, you know, do the, the ass out, butt out thing. Yep. Um, only to a certain point. And all you're really doing is just like, I don't even know how to describe it in word form. Mm, um, but all you're just doing is just like hop, like kind of go. Like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. You know? I, yeah. That I. I and again, if you don't have a partner, then you're just kind of like the guy on the side. Yeah. And the middle school dances, man. Like I only went to a couple. I think I went to two. It was like the eighth grade prom and the, like the last dance of the year. Mm. Like I, I was not allowed to go to the dances. My brother, of course, got to go to every oh, wow. single so one. Of them. Strict parents. Oh, huh? they were. They were strict to me. But when my brother rolled around, it was like, oh, he can do whatever oh, he well, wants. You're the oldest. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where. That's where the issues. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's it's fine. It's just as well. Um, but it was <laughs> those were some middle school was some weird times for sure. But I, I and I forget about them a lot too. Honestly. Oh well, I think you you yeah. push it down. Yeah, I think that's how it works. And that's like what I thought was interesting about this movie is some of those memories are kind of got conjured up a little bit while talking about it because like yeah. I was thinking about like who was the Soren in my class like this like yeah like uh, unsuspecting cool kid. Maybe somebody wouldn't, yeah, like, like I don't know, like, he didn't really seem like an athlete, he didn't really see, he was just like, every, for some reason, everyone just knew he was cool. I think that we had, we, see, like, our, our kids that were cool when middle school were, were like, the soccer players, like, mm-hmm. there were a couple soccer players, like, those were the cool kids, so, like, it was, so that's why when you asked me, do I have a sore, it's like, not really, it was the kind of kids you would think, oh, they were soccer players, would be the cool kids. Right, so, yeah. So, yeah, but you had that. There was two that I could think of that came to mind, um, and I believe they were both kind of like skinny, scrawny kids. Like the girls loved, um, girls were upset. I think both of them turned out to to be gay. Oh, uh, as it turns out, so like it, it was, it, it kind of makes sense why the girls were like immediately like attracted mm-hmm. to them. Uh, looking back on, it. but it was, it was just very interesting. They they weren't like overly athletic. They weren't overly smart. Mm-hmm. There was a kid, you know, but actually, he, the same kid. Mm-hmm. One of them like hosted the kissing parties. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that well, that's an easy way to become the cool kid too. Right. Huge there, house, you know. Like, oh yeah. Rich kids. Yeah. There was another. There actually was one kid who, but he was an athlete too. But he wasn't like this. I mean, maybe he was a good athlete when we were younger. But the girls like loved him, and it did carry over to high school. And I just never got it. And now it's. For him, it's not like that necessarily, but that, that, yeah, yeah. Well, you, it, it, you tend to peak early yeah. when those sort of things happen. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to mention about this? I think I went over all my my notes here. I, I would say it's a it's a movie that is worth people's while mm-hmm. to see it once. I wouldn't I wouldn't say more than that. Yeah. Not not a not doesn't have to be a movie a theater movie. I no, think. no, it doesn't. No, but I think it's a decent watch. Like I said, it's fast paced, so it kind of gets through it quickly. Yeah, that definitely. Um, and, but you know, it's like it's, it's you get a few laughs out of it. It's fine. Like it, that's what it is. It's and fun. if you're old, if you're younger than us, I think it might resonate more with you. Mm. Uh, if you're a little bit older than us, then maybe not. Yeah, you have to have kids, and right. then I don't know if you want to see that if you have kids, because then it's like, oh god, these are what my kids are doing. So. Oh. What do you say here? What, what, what's been on your mind? So, you got a, you got a pretty good story, actually. So I got a weird one. So I, I work out um, at, at WOW, you know, Workout World. And yep. I go to the one in Florida, generally, because it's right near where I live. It's a stone's throw away. And I go, you know that I go sometimes at obscure hours. It depends on what Well, it's 24 hours, right? It's 24 hours. Yep. So there, are, there have been times, not as much lately. I've kind of gotten things under control. But there have been times where I'd go and work out at 1 in the morning. But there are some days where I can go. Can you fall asleep after that? Yeah. There was a time where I've done that and it just kind of like revved me up. It, yeah, it, it. I've had issues sometimes in the past, but like my clocks kind of like, 
I take it, you know, I take a shower and that usually calms me down. Okay. That's usually what it is. But <laughs> this one actually was, <clears throat> excuse me, this one actually wasn't at one in the morning. This was, it would have been yesterday. Okay. It was, it was actually, it was so, it was Sunday when it happened and it was in the, towards the middle of the day. You know, like two o'clock, something like that, a little, like, a little bit before that, but you know, splitting noon time, like, sure, okay, like eleven to two range, I want to say, okay, yeah. And I'm in there, and I'm I'm on one of the benches in the freeway area, and this there's a group of guys, and one of them had walked away, gone to the locker room area, and came back in, and I was getting ready to do some stuff, and then I see like this big cloud of smoke, like what the hell. This dude had his jewel. It was like a, like the brick kind. Of yeah, thing. yeah. So that's not a, like a jewel. Is like you know a device. So it would be like saying an iPhone or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So this is like a legit smoke shop. Like not. I don't know if they're, what the brands are, but the, the brick ones like you can really blow fat clouds. With. It was huge, yeah. West, and I was like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Like, there's not a lot of people in the gym right now, and there's only the four of us in that area. He now again, he's a good, you know. 10, 15 feet, that, that, your wall right there, it's 15 feet away from us? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, so I'd say he's a good 15, 20 feet away from me, but still, I'm like, what the hell's the matter with this guy? Where did this become, like, an okay thing to do? Yeah, and I, I, I think, like, that's the problem with uh, vaping right now. So I can speak as uh, a former vapor, I'm happy to say a former vapor, mm-hmm. but I used to uh, smoke cigarettes, as I detailed on this show before. Right. Big fan mm-hmm. of guys who can rip a good cigarette. Yeah, I do appreciate that. A good, yeah, someone yeah. who can smoke the hell out of the cigarette, I'm a big fan of. For sure. But uh, I, as a way to wean myself off of cigarettes, I for eight months I vaped. I had the Jewel. And the mm-hmm. Jewel is a little bit more discreet, even not only in its size, but also in the cloud, in the, in okay. the puffs. Like, you're not blowing fat clouds with it. So you can be like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. These things are like milky and thick and everything. Like It's intrusive. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, like no matter even if you are outside, like it's attention grabbing, mm-hmm. and it's flying in the face of what everything what the gym should be, right? It's a, it's a healthy place. Yep. I mean, this guy got after. Don't get me wrong. He was shoulder pressing or military pressing a lot sitting down. I'll give him that. But it was just to me, just like, how do you think that this is appropriate behavior in a closed area? Oh, so he wasn't like so he was in shape. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He was. He was. Um. He was like a bigger dude. Like he was, he wasn't taller than me, but mm-hmm. he was like a, he was thick. Okay. Yeah. So he, he knew that no one was coming at him unless, you know, come yeah. and say something to him. He's loud too. I've seen him in there before. Like he's a broken. grunter? Uh. I hate this guy already. I wouldn't say, he may grunt once in a while, but kind of more like a, like a get fired up, like let's go, like this kind of stuff. It's like, dude, we're wow. in, like, come on. We're not in that kind of gym. Now is workout world, is that like a planet fitness? It's kind of like I think it's kind of like a Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah, but get but, out of here, bro. but but you don't deal with like um, well actually no, I've dealt with weight slamming. I was dude, I'm like I don't do this anymore because I don't care about deadlifting and doing lower half. But much. You do that stuff at like Gold's Gym, you know, like that's like you know, or like legit like powerhouse gym, yeah, like legit like this like, is uh, like the middle ground. I would right. say, but I'm so I'm doing deadlifts one day, Wes, and I do I I used to do a decent amount of weight. Like th- this point, I was doing like. Close to 400, or maybe I was doing 400 pounds, like, and this is, you know, I'm t- easing off, but still, I was doing, like, 400 pounds, 380, whatever it was, on the on trap bar deadlift, and when I have that kind of weight, yeah, I can lift it up, but I need, like, when I go down, I'm not going to ease down with it, it's right. a lot of ton, it's a ton yeah. of weight, and it's going to put some stress on your back when you do that, and I had someone come over me and say, like, hey, you can't slam the weights, and I was like... Like someone who works there? Yeah, I was oh. like, dude, 
Do you, for, do you see how much weight I have there? Like, I'm not, like, I'm, what are you talking about? Yeah, slamming? And I'm not, like, screaming. Right. And I've seen plenty of people slam weights and do stuff since then, Wes. I've never seen anybody else talk to. And it just annoys the crap out of me. Like, uh, that never I hate happened. it. Oh. I hate it, yeah. But I, 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 I'm not a howler. I grunt sometimes, but, like, I try and keep it to myself. I don't, you know, you don't get, no one needs to hear me do Well, it. yeah, but, you know, there's a time at a, like, like, so I go to Planet Fitness. Clearly not the place for it. It's just, like, a bunch of moms more often than you not. You are just trying day. to, well, yeah, they have the, the clunk alarm. Yep. Uh, but, you know, so that's not the place to do it. No. And, and then, even then, like, you don't have... Um, bench bars or like uh, really? or Smith, it's all Smith machines, you know. Oh. So it's, everything's assisted and everything. So you don't, you can't even really do it. They have free weights, mm-hmm. but again, you don't have like the the dead dead bench bars or anything like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's all it's, like the free weights are very limited. There. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is yeah. I think WoW is kind of like that middle ground between okay. like the crazy hardcore like steroid user gyms. In Planet Fitness, but it's close to Planet Fitness in some ways too. Yeah, but yeah. It, it gets the job done. It's what I needed to be. So I, I just that that was well. Really that, right. Yeah, that guy sounds like a great A Hardo. Yeah, yeah, Hardo. We just you know one of the weirder Hardos I've ever encountered. What, yeah. What's been on your mind? Uh, so I, I watched uh, the first episode of The Righteous Gemstones on HBO, which is uh, the John Goodman, uh, Danny McBride, a- Adam Devine uh, TV show. About tele, I don't think it's televangelists, but I think they're they're, they're Baptists. Um, but yeah, so it's it's really a really a pretty funny show. So I was the first episode's one hour. I got in. There's two episodes available now. Uh, so I'm into it. It's pretty funny. That sounds like um, an amazing show with yeah, that it's, cast. It's, it's, and I think it's directed by Danny McBride too. Dude, uh, I gotta so, watch this. Uh, yeah, big fan HBO. Uh, I like that a lot. I've also started Mindhunter season one. I'm like a couple episodes in on that. Uh, they just came out with season two on Netflix. Okay, I've heard of that, but I can't remember what that. Yeah, it's like uh, this guy. He's uh, I don't know what what the time frame is, but he works for the FBI and just tracking down uh, serial killers and that sort of thing. Oh, uh, but it's a fictional show. It's not like you know, like a document gotcha. documentary or anything like that. But uh, that's been pretty interesting as well. If I had to pick one or the other, I think the Righteous Gemstones is kind of a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, uh, a little bit more of an easier watch, a little funnier of a watch. That sounds like a that's really good like. one. I might yeah. throw. That, I might try and get some of that in. I'm I'm excited about. Yeah, that. that's it's a good one. So if you like like East. Bound and Down, or uh-huh. obviously Workaholics, or anything like that. You know, that's kind of or Vice Vice Principals, even um, which Danny McBride was in, right? And and Walter Goggins, I think. Yes, was, uh, the Walt, other yeah, guy. Walt Goggins. He's yeah. in um, he's in uh, Hateful Eight, and he's in a couple other stuff. He's yeah. in uh, God, what's that? Eight Man and the Wasp. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's also the I like him a lot. Transgender, transvestite, transgender person, transgender. I don't character. think you can say transvestite anymore. I think that's. Oh, you can't. Okay. Yeah. Trans, transgender character in uh, Sons of Anarchy too. Oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Did you see, you didn't watch that show? Did you? No, 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 no. But I can see. I love he's that got show. he's got some soft features. Yeah, I, man, he he's good in that show. He's he is good in that show. He, he, that 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 show is just a total wild ride. Not to be too punny, I guess. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, it wasn't oh, deliberate. Oh, but it, I, look at you. I recommend that show, West. Forever. You have hanging out with you too much. That's what I was going to say. I'm not, you know, the only one with good phrases. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I think that just about does it. Uh, tune in next week uh, as we will be discussing TBD, uh, our favorite topic. Yep. But in the meantime, follow us on our social media accounts on Twitter at Change My Mind Pod or at Fry underscore Guy One. Or if you'd like, uh, myself, uh, Wesley Sykes underscore. Uh, But thanks for tuning in, and tune in next week.